Like many of you, we battled depression during life's ups and downs. Music has always been the one thing we could rely on to get us through the tough times we all face. We welcome you along on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music, interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and much, much more. This is the When Words Fail Music Speaks podcast. Now let's get started. And now, the When Words Fail Music Speaks interview. How's it going, guys? Welcome to When Words Fail Music Speaks. My name is Blake. I'm here with James Cox. Uh, also, today we have a very special guest. Uh, we are excited to talk to Vivian Wilder. Vivian, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, we've got a little uh, a little bio here. I believe this is taken from um, your website, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, okay. And uh, we're just going to introduce the folks to you a little bit. Regina-born and Toronto-based Vivian Wilder is a singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, painter, and composer. Her music has been described as lit punk. I love that. Uh, <laughs> folk noir and anti-genre. <laughs> Um, Wilder is her own uh, constellation of sound, style, and influence. Her songs whisper and wail intimately and mythically and are subtly designed as her melodies seem gifted by a doleful wind. Very well put. Uh, (laughs) It's not my words, I swear. (laughs) Well, whoever wrote that. That's uh, perfect. Yeah, yeah, that that was very well written. Uh, Her tone is wry and adorned with an endearing world-weary disinterest like her punk rock half-sister. Uh, she's <laughs> enviably devoid of fist clenching sentimentality. Hers are morally ambiguous love songs for the intrepid and curious. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Vivian Wilder to the show. Nice. Yay. How you doing? <laughs> you doing all right today? What's that? I said, are, are, are you doing okay today? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Good, How good. about you? <laughs> good, good. So whoever wrote your bio was, must be like a mad genius because there's some words in there that I do not understand. <laughs> yeah, I barely do myself. Oh, no. Yeah. It's, a, it's a, a good writer who wrote that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. We've all got like a dictionary up under our desk. Like, yeah, like what, what does this <laughs> word mean? Yeah. But it's all good. I mean, it, it sounds perfectly. I mean, I mean, because like, when you say um, anti-genre, like, uh, like, uh, like, what do, what, what, what kind of genre would you classify yourself in? Well, I guess like a little bit of it, a little bit of everything. Okay. Sometimes I think that's why it's, I, you know, a lot of artists have a hard time categorizing themselves because when you're so close to your own music, it's like you know, it's like your own kids. You know, you don't see mm-hmm. them everyone else does so um sometimes it's helpful to get someone from the outside to tell you what the heck you're doing right you know barring yeah. unless you're just doing straight up country or rock and roll or you're yeah. you know hip-hop or something but if you're mixing things up which which i i try to and well, i don't even try to it just happens because i have a lot of different influences um it's hard to kind of put it into like one or two words what yeah. exactly you are right which sure. um 
which gets you into trouble sometimes when you're trying to like upload your music onto iTunes or yeah, it's, on Spotify because yeah. it wants to categorize you. Right. Yeah. Because sure. um, I I was interviewing a uh, a uh, musician last last year sometime, and he's like, "Well, you can call my music everything and the kitchen sink." I'm like, "Yeah, right on, dude." <laughs> yeah. yeah. And totally. the, yeah, which is kind of like what you are, right? Because you play everything under the sun too. I try to, yeah. or like a, a good handful of things anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good to not uh, kind of trap yourself in, in one yeah. genre. Um, totally. Because, uh, I don't know, it just seems, it seems like when you when you hear about artists that do that, uh, they eventually get sick of playing certain songs, you know, because they're, it only appeals to a certain crowd. Therefore they're the only ones that come up to their shows. Therefore yeah. they're the only ones that want to hear it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like this nasty circle and uh, yeah. they yeah. either just write off music uh, yeah. completely and kind of throw it away and kind of give up what they once loved, what they, what they once loved. And uh, so it's cool to keep yourself open to new ideas, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You got to keep it interesting yeah, for yourself because yeah. then you're going to write better music, you know, right. rather yeah. than it just being a job. It's like, sure. well, I guess got to sit down and write, write a rockin', you know, pop single, whatever, you know, you can't really think like that. I don't think maybe some people can. M- most, most of the songwriters that I know don't think that way. Yeah. You just yeah. kind of sit down and whatever comes out, comes out. Yeah. Yeah. So well, we're all in different moods as well. You know, you, you, you may be more angsty one day. You get inspired yeah. by some kind of some kind of crappy experience you had and uh then you crank out this tune and it ends up being something else that uh someone else can relate to. And then you're maybe you're more happy and you're like, Oh, cool, I had a great day or I fell in love or whatever and you write a more happy song. Um yeah. and then you know, then you might just uh, get inspired to write a uh, fantasy rock opera, and <laughs> you, exactly. you pull one of those. So, exactly. um, I, I told James like before we got started. Uh, I normally don't sit on on interviews because I just got my setup at home, um, and uh, I'm usually working or I'm busy or whatever. Um, but uh, he said he had an interview lined up for tonight, so I hopped on Spotify to listen to your stuff. And I don't, you know, know how you feel about this artist, but I wanted to say I think your voice sounds a lot like Casey Musgraves. I like Casey Musgraves' uh, voice. That's it's actually I'll take that as a huge compliment. I okay. didn't really know who she was until this year, right? Okay. Um, yeah, somehow I, I managed to avoid that, but um, I was just checking her out because I think she had a she had like a a big article on Rolling Stone recently and I was mm-hmm. like she seems like a pretty cool chick. Yes, yeah. I'm down with her. Yeah. Yeah. So, could 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 you tell us like how was music part of your life growing up or like could you remember your own like like your first music memory? Yeah, sure. I grew up um from in a music household. My my father plays played he's just retired, but he played bass professionally in an orchestra. And my mom uh, was a singer and and did like a lot of theater and stuff when she was younger and and was and continues to sing for fun. So uh, my siblings and I all got kind of like pushed into starting piano and violin and, and stuff like that when we were really little. Um, so my siblings and I all ended up 
you know, growing up to to be musicians in some capacity or other. Yeah. Yeah. So it's my earliest memories. Like I don't even know. It's just always mm-hmm. been there. I couldn't like give you a defining moment. Right. Of, right. Of like this was the second that I first did it or right. something so yeah. the uh your first musical instrument yeah you played was the piano uh i think technically violin oh nice and, and okay then i started taking lessons but when there's a piano in the house you know and little kids just want to play it so i right. probably was playing piano as soon as i could stand right so i'm told <laughs> <laughs> okay uh so what what's your preferred instrument that you that as you really gravitate yourself towards <clears throat> Uh, I actually really like singing okay. um, and I'm a late, late bloomer coming into singing. I didn't really start singing until my, my early twenties. Um, I was always an instrumentalist before that. And then I started, um, writing songs and, and, uh, and singing and stuff in my early twenties. Cause I was, I was playing bass for a lot of different bands and a lot of different singer songwriters touring with them, um, doing that thing. And then I sort of, um, just picked up the bug of wanting to, to also be singing and writing songs. Right. So I started doing that and, and that sort of ended up being my, my, my passion Right. as a sort of surprisingly, I wasn't expecting that. I thought I was just going to be an instrumentalist, Right. you know? Yeah. So when yeah. you were writing songs, did that come natural to you or like, did you have to actually learn how to write songs? Uh, I, I think because like, when when you've accompanied so many people and like because at that point i had been already playing music for you know like over like almost 20 years um and professionally for 10 you learn a lot of like when you're learning a lot of songs and you're playing a lot of songs and you're listening to a lot of songs you tend to like figure out like your brain just analyzes how it's like okay there's a verse there's a chorus there's a there's like all these forms that sort of are are just engraved in your brain Right. Um, and yeah. then, you know, and you imitate people that you like, mm-hmm. um, and you try not to sound like people you don't like. <laughs> That's, That's true. <laughs> That's true, man. Gravitate towards what you like, you know, cause, they, cause yeah. everybody just does like, like, like everything, yeah. you know, and I just say to people, man, dig what you dig, you know, cause there's gonna be a lot of people who don't like what you like, but you're like, why not? This is good. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Totally. So as you were growing up, did you, uh, did you ever have uh, motivation to do anything besides music? Like, did you have any dreams or aspirations to be like a doctor or anything like that? Or was it just kind of in your head, like music is my life? Uh, no, I, I, I think uh, I went through lots of different phases. Also in high school, I just didn't know what I wanted to do. I was like, I'm going to go to art school because I don't know. But yeah. I wanted to be a veterinarian. That was a big nice. one. Yeah. Because I love animals. And I wanted to help them, but <laughs> I think it's maybe a bit late for me to do that now. But <laughs> so you never know. yeah, you never know. Keep, keep, do, keep doing what you're doing though, because uh, we're loving the tunes. Oh yeah, sure. yeah. So going back to um, what you mentioned with singing, um, how long did it take you? Uh, did, like, like, did you develop your 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 vocal on on your own, or did you take classes or like lessons? I took a few lessons. Um, and like in person with like uh, a couple different people, um, but nothing too, um, I didn't like not for long periods of time, just like a few lessons. And then 
uh, a few years into it, I discovered like YouTube vocal warm-ups and stuff, and that was really awesome because yeah. I was all free. Yeah. And there's just amazing, you know, YouTube is amazing. You can learn anything on it. it. So yeah. I highly recommend that to anyone who's who's wanting to uh, work on their vocal technique or just you know learn how to power up their singing. Just check out YouTube right. videos because like there's a billion options yeah <laughs> for real like so i i've been wanting to learn how to play guitar these are not mm-hmm. these are my wife's uh <laughs> so i i have no idea how to play i have a guitar i took lessons briefly from a friend of mine who taught here in town um but i can only play a handful of chords um i can kind of pick around a little bit and figure out some things but Lately, I've been wanting to... Drums is my thing. I could play drums. I've nice. played drums since I was 10, but I don't have anywhere to play drums right now uh, except for at church. So at my house, I have a shed. It's not ready yet. There's no drums in there. So, yeah. But I want to do something musically. So I thought about hopping on YouTube, taking lessons, like just sitting in the living room. Um, and Because uh, my wife offered, but she's also like... I don't know how to teach you. I can only like say, this is how it's done. Do it. And, <laughs> yeah. 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 So, um, but I saw how many videos there are for guitar lessons, basic guitar, yeah. how to play certain chords, how to play power yeah. chords, how to, you yeah. know, whatever. And uh, it's really cool. I, I, I think that YouTube is so helpful in oh, so yeah. many ways, especially to musicians these days. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I've been, you know, in the last year, started focusing more on youtube as like a platform to you know release stuff in because i i had always kind of it was an like an afterthought it was like well i guess i gotta make a video because i got an album so i put it up and it'd be like you know i just had a few things on my channel but this last year i started doing a weekly live stream on it and i started like over the summer i was releasing a lyric video every week and just like and it's great because it, like it, it actually does reward you for that. I feel like I, I've, the numbers for me have gone up substantially from where they were at the beginning of the pandemic. Oh, nice. Just because, nice. yeah. you know, and, and you know, I've met met some cool people through it who found me through that, yeah. like trailer trailer park boys video they, that uh, yeah, Cody yeah. found. Me yeah, yeah. yeah, so so that's neat. It's kind of an unexpected thing, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you you mentioned the trailer park boys, so um. Did they need? Did you request for people to send in their music, or like how? How did you go they, uh, go about that? They they have a like a a little series called Mailbag on there. They have this thing called SwearNet, which is like their uh, their their yeah, it's like their personal network um, where all all their stuff is posted, and they have lots of original content on there, and you can subscribe to it. So. I was subscribed to it and I noticed they had this mailbag thing and I was like, oh, this is so cool because they, they video themselves opening things that real fans send them in the mail. Right. So, so I, I hatched up this little scheme to to uh, um, send them music that they'd actually be able to play right. like physically on the on the show because it was like a little Walkman that had a built-in speaker. Yes, yes, which is very rare for them to come, to come by now. And it was pink too. So was <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Bright pink, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. guess they're like, what is this? Holy crap. This is, you know, so, yeah. um, so that, was, that was like a crazy weird dream come true. Right. To, to watch that. 
right? So I've, I've, cool. I've been a huge fan for years. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> after you did that, did did you see? Did you start to get more um, more requests coming from fans and and the businesses wanting to book you, or how how did that? Did, or like, um, well, not so much this year because there's oh wait, no yeah, days, yeah, but, yeah. But but you know like. I've I've always been a little bit of like a, on the fence about um, connecting online and like you know being careful about posting too much on social media and and you know being a little bit of a curmudgeon about that sometimes but you can't do that in this last year it's like digital or nothing so right. it's been nice to see how how you know people have reached out and connected you know in this different fashion this year so it's, right it's been cool yeah awesome. and the timing for that video was perfect too because that was like right before that was like in march so it was like the last thing and then not a lot of people saw the video for like you know almost eight months and then suddenly i think trailer park boys released like a new season so more people were looking them up on youtube and then i got thousands of views on this video nice yeah like, in like a very short amount of time and then i got a lot of feedback from people who then checked out some of my music so nice very cool yeah yeah, yeah. Well, awesome so uh as an admirer of the uh, punk genre why did that uh genre uh speak to you more so than say some other genres out there um i think it comes down to the live performance part of it because um it's like the catharsis and and the freedom that comes with that that kind of music mm -hmm. where it's okay to like express anger um and and uh you know frustration or like just you know, whatever intense feelings um yeah. and uh and for me maybe you know i got into punk when i was in high school um and, and started to you know like dress you know tough and, and act tough um <laughs> which yeah. was very you know you go to punk shows and, and do that whole thing um yeah. and uh so that that part of my life never i never completely grew out of it i guess mm -hmm. um yeah. i have grown up slightly but um uh, that that's definitely always been part of my music once i started writing and 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 especially the live performance part because I, I i also like doing a lot of improv with mm -hmm. the, the music I, I have an awesome band that they're all, you know, really into just like doing random stuff yeah, <laughs> um, right. and, yeah. and a really high energy and, oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. and fun. So, yeah. So who would you consider your favorite punk band? Oh gosh. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think I, I'd have to say, uh, like it's tough, but probably the slits were like a really, really important one okay. for me, especially as, as a female. Right. Yeah. Because um, it was like the all female band, and and like just can I found I, the reason I found them because like you know the town I grew up in it's in the middle of nowhere in can in the middle of Canada, mm. um, prairie town, and uh, this would have been right around when like we got internet, and then I was able mm. to discover a lot of music <clears throat> right. in my teens because of that. So so that was mm. like a godsend because it was like wow who are these freaks yeah. and they were like from the you know from the 80s you know yeah. before i was born and and you know so that blew my mind yeah. and i still love them well i could tell you well i think that um lake right here and i have the same answer ours is the misfits but i think he, he right. loves 
I think you love Blink-182 a little bit more. Uh, I can't see your shirt. Astro. Yeah, you actually. got your shirt. Yeah. It's either, it's either Blink-182 yeah, or, or Misfits or else. So it's like, okay, well, you know. Yeah. yeah. I, so I, when I started playing drums, um, uh, Travis Barker was a huge influence. Um, and so anything he touched, I was just amazed by, you know, so the blink stuff, the boxcar racer, the transplants, all that. And yeah. then, like, it's just, it splits off from there. Cause you know, like mm -hmm. I got into the transplants first before I got into rancid, you know, yeah. and I was like, yeah. Oh no, Tim Armstrong. Are you kidding me? That's amazing. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, just, it just, and then Tony Hawk, uh, video games came out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. My eyes yeah. So much. Totally. More. Uh, yeah. And I've been going back through uh, Spotify and finding all these playlists from old uh, Tony Hawk games and just like it, going through and liking all these songs that I haven't heard. Yeah. I know. And when you hear ever. them, it just takes you right back. It's right. Yeah. Takes you right. Yes. To a very, very simple time where we can go outdoors. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. um, <laughs> so every Saturday you have a virtual concert on your YouTube channel. Um, on Fridays. Fridays. Fridays now, or, or was that? Yeah. Because I, I thought you did it on Saturdays, but I could be wrong. But yeah, it's it's Fridays. It's every Friday at 4.20 Eastern. Okay. Thanks for correcting me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, um, so do you pick the songs for that, or do you play whatever in, is in your mind at the spur moment, like kind of thing, like whatever feels right to you at that time? I usually make a set list, but sometimes I'll change it depending on how things are going. Um, mm -hmm. But usually I'll make a set list because I'm usually playing with Gord. Um, my partner is a sax player. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, you know, and I, I want to keep it a different set every every week because we have a lot of the same people coming back. And then we get random new people, you know, every week too, which yeah. is cool. It's always but, good, uh, to, yeah. It's always good to get more, you know, because I figured the more you put out, the more the more your name gets out and people will gravitate towards your, towards your show or your channel, yeah. you know, which is always totally. good, a good thing, yeah. Yeah, and doing the weekly thing. I mean, it's just been really, it's been fun to do it. I, I, it's another thing I was very skeptical at first because, like, oh, everybody's doing live streams. Yeah. I shouldn't yeah. bother. But I was just like, oh, like, what else am I going to do? It's like, yeah, because that's, that's, that, that, that's my thought too is like, yeah. I mean, no one can get out right now to go to, go to actual shows. So why not yeah. them come to you? And, and that's great because I've seen Avatar, I've seen Demon Hunter virtual concerts. They were amazing. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, and there's all kinds of different styles of doing it. Like I've seen really high, high production value, glossy yeah. live streams yeah. that people do with like lots of cameras and like basically a crew. Right. And then there's just like you know me in front of my camera. <laughs> I think they're they're both great because yeah. there's like one is super intimate and one is like very visually interesting and right. You yeah. know, well, it's like whatever you do, just do something. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't think it it matters about how you how you uh get to show whether it be multi-camera or just straight ahead like i'm talking to you right now it just matters about getting the music out and sharing it with you know the world so yeah you know yeah that's all that matters totally. yeah i uh, spent a lot of time on youtube with uh hate five six videos mm -hmm. uh and uh they're not i don't think he's i think no i take that back i think he is doing some live streams now just 
uh, based on the state of the world. But yeah. uh, that guy's really been going through his catalog of um, things he filmed over the last several years. And it's just really, yeah. it, it's really nice to go back and watch that to remember what it was like to go to yeah. a show, to be amongst people and like the moshing and the, you know, like as much as we hated, like, I mean, how I mean, we've all been there. We're standing there and we're like, oh my God get off me dude you're so sweaty yeah, yeah. Like, but we're begging to go back there again it's like yes i would love to experience yeah. that again. i want yeah. the sweaty dude up against me cramming me in this little tiny space and a, yeah. a band just like blaring in my face i want to be next yeah. to the pa and this uh <laughs> like ringing in my ears i missed yeah. that so, I want um, to have no hearing and no voice the next right. day. Yes, next day. Exactly. Yeah, that was um, a good day. Yeah, we'll get there eventually, I guess. Yeah, and one yeah. day. Um, so you have one album, "Waking Up the Dinosaurs," correct? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you have two EPs. Yeah. Uh, Vivian Wilder and uh, Post Traumatic. Yeah. Post Traumatic. Um, yeah. Post-ro- post-romantic. I just I, the next it. one should be called post-traumatic. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Okay, the follow-up thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yes, that's right. Uh, which was released uh, June twelfth, uh, and then uh, four singles: "Ricky," "Never Lovers." Mm-hmm. Um, so, with so many songs under your belt now, it, do they all represent like a different time in your life? Yeah, I guess so. I, I guess it's kind of um, tied to what we were talking about earlier about um, having to evolve to keep things yeah. interesting for yourself and make sure you're still inspired. So, like, if you were to listen to those, you know, those three records in a row, it would be pretty obvious what had happened to my sound because it starts out um, very folk and country. Mm-hmm. And then waking up the dinosaurs, suddenly it, it's like, rock and punk and alt country with a little bit of folk thrown in at the end and then um post-romantic is like rock and alt country and then sort of like alt pop or okay. something cool. i'm not exactly sure about that one a little but... bit of everything right pardon me i said you got a little bit of every kind of genre in there you know? yeah and i i think like there's definitely you can see sort of like the progression of how my interests right. have changed and how my writing has changed over the years because that's it's almost that's almost all over the course of 10 years now right oh well yeah <laughs> i've got a i've got a new record coming out this year too oh, nice. um, starting probably we'll probably really drop a single in the summer i'm yeah. thinking but um and that the the newest one is like pretty straight up um punk rock for half of it good and it's a lot and yeah. you know we went into the studio for that one in september because there was like this window in toronto where you were allowed to do stuff like that again mm. although still had to wear masks and stuff yeah well yeah, studio, yeah. But, Six feet um, we went, i went in with like my band that we used to play like all the time before this and just tried to like do basically it's basically a live record just to yeah. capture oh, what nice. we had so yeah. so it's got a really different um feel to it because it's it's not a studio record in that way where you like record everything separately and layer it all up which is how most music is made these days yeah um so so i'm excited to release that because it's it's like it's really high energy and and i think it's going to be cool 
Nice. As, as like a, a statement. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, uh, we just got one more question for you. And uh, it's about your uh, most recent EP called Vivian Wilder, your name, right? So I'm looking at the cover of, of your um, art, of your album, and I think it's fantastic. It's like your face with the, with the, with the deer antlers, you know, above oh, yeah, that's, my, that's my first EP, yeah. All right, right, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so what was your new, what was the inspiration for, the, for, for this album that came out in 2012? Right, so that that's that was my first solo record, um, and I had just gone off, gotten off the road from touring with with a folk band um, for several years and gone all over the world with them, and uh, and I was you know just into the idea of of like the antlered girl. It's kind of complicated because there's like this. It's actually like this Victorian image right. of, of yeah. people who have antlers being, right yeah um people yeah. who were people who were cheated on um yeah <laughs> so that was part of it and then you know i was like in my early 20s and i just i don't know around that time it seemed like there was a lot of antlered girl art and stuff for yeah. some reason i don't know 24 well, well i just um, wanted to, to ask you about that um because yeah. because the cover yeah. really stood out you know i'm like i wonder what you know what what was um you know her thought process during this album so it's yeah, very because I've, I've done all my own album album art for right. for everything yeah so far and and um i i also i i don't know for some people i think it's cool but i'm not always a fan of like the the standard like you know beauty shot of the artist on the cover right which you know yeah, it's it's an easy sort of go to i yeah. guess yeah. And, and maybe some people prefer it because they like to know what the artist looks like Right, but I also kind of wanted to like. Okay, I'm gonna. This is my first record. I want maybe to put my face on it, but I, I want to obscure it somehow. So yeah. it's like heavily, heavily filtered, and I gave myself antlers as though yeah. I'm like a deer who's been mounted on the wall. <laughs> and that gives some, some really cool. people. That gives people something to talk about. Like, like I wonder what this. I'm like, let me get it and then see. You know, popping into CD player whenever we had CDs way back when. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 I still listen to CDs. Yeah, <laughs> I still have a, a booklet the size of uh, like a tackle box. It's huge. yeah, yeah, full of that CD. Yeah, all these CDs. All the CDs. Yeah. yeah, and I don't want to get rid of them. And no, like, it's ridiculous because I just got a Spotify account and I've spent the last few weeks liking all these songs just so I can get in the car and hit shuffle and just have something play. Uh, and I'm like, oh, if I was to go through all of my CDs, this number would increase. Yeah. This is just like stuff I'm, I'm listening to recently that I can think of. Like what, yeah. what happens if I really dig into it? Yeah. Um, so you said you do the, uh, the album artwork yourself. Yeah. That I, I love the cover of waking up the dinosaurs. It's, oh, thank you. Uh, I love it. it. It's like, uh, I don't know. It's just, uh, <laughs> it really, it stands out. See, I love album artwork that stands out. I like oh. the artwork that catches my eye. Yeah. Um, I can't tell you how many albums I've gotten into just because I thought the covers look cool. Oh uh, yeah, me too. That's yeah. what I really miss about going to a record store, right? Cause like I brought home so many things oh. growing up. I yeah. had no idea what it was. <laughs> right. Yeah. And generally and it, it works out. <laughs> yeah. And, and usually it does. And I mean, it, it's, you know, like 
death metal bands have all these really grotesque <laughs> obscene yeah. album artwork but, but amazing you're like, yeah it's or, amazing yeah. stuff cool. yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you listen to it and you're like this kind of sucks but yeah, yeah. You know, you're uh, you're still drawn to it and at least they caught your attention yeah um, but i i love that the album artwork for that it looks great thank you yeah so you, you kind of touched on this subject earlier um so uh according to you there 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 will be a new album coming out in the near future yeah later this year okay. for sure cool. yeah are, are we able to ask you the name of the album yet or is it super right, secret right now i mean it might change but okay. hopefully not it's called i don't believe nice cool. okay. a working yeah. title but yeah yeah <laughs> right well that sounds interesting so i'm definitely gonna gonna pick it up when it yeah. comes out yeah Wait, well, um, I will let you know. Yeah, please do. I have one more question. I know James said that was our last question. No, no, no. Yeah, 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 go ahead. Yeah. Um, so COVID uh, obviously has uh, like impacted a lot of people with your writing. Um, I like to ask this question for anyone who writes a lot of their own music. Like mm -hmm. it, it, being confined to the walls of your home, you know, like it has it been inspiring? Like are you, or do you find it easier to write music? <laughs> No, definitely not. Definitely not. Okay. Um, yeah, for like many reasons too. One of yeah. one of it being like when you're just doing the same thing every day, um, and it's very mundane stuff. That that's a problem. Um, yeah. And then oh, it's just the space and the privacy thing, because now like my partner and I are always, always home together, and right. I, it's not like I feel shy because I have I do write and spend time doing that when he's just in the other room, but. But there's like a next level of digging into it where it's like I just, you want to be more isolated. Um, so so that, at least for my process anyway. Um, yeah. So I have still managed to write some stuff and to finish some things, but it's definitely been like significantly less than than before for me. Yeah. 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 Cool. Cool. But well, yeah. Hopefully that just means there will, you know, and I know a lot of artists that I'm friends with have, you know, they feel the same way or have experienced the same thing. So hopefully mm -hmm. when this is over, it'll just be like a rush of, you know, relief and then creativity as a result, <laughs> just like change and good news. And, right. yeah. yeah. I wonder if a lot of people find it during this time when they write music, um, if it's more just given the state of the world and like, everything you hear about on the news, if they find their songs being more depressing, I guess, you know what I'm saying? Like that's Never all the you, fact that's that all they can't get out. Get yeah. Fed, yeah. You know, so it's, uh, it's all you can really feel at this yeah. moment. So it, it yeah. is, I wonder if that's like a big motivation for, uh, or maybe not a motivation, but inspiration for songs that are kind of more, down like or in, in the next few years is that going to be a majority yeah. of the kind of music that we get from multiple people just based on this time period where we're all confined to our homes and uh you know me and james like to talk about this uh on, on this show in particular but we you know we both kind of struggle with um depression yeah. and uh hey, me too. Like, oh, okay okay mm -hmm. so so you can relate so yeah. music you know is something that helps us get through that yeah um do you, is there any song in particular that is your go-to whenever you're really feeling mm -hmm. down? Like I've, I've just, I can't seem to get through this feeling. I've got to go listen to such and such. Right. Um, there's, that's hard 
The first thing that came <laughs> to mind, though, was uh, Cigarettes After Sex, Nothing's Gonna Hurt mm. You, Baby. Okay. I love that song so much. That song just feels like a hug whenever yeah. I put it yeah, on. Check it so out. Yeah, check it out. Maybe that. Yeah. Yeah. Because nice. I'm always looking for new music to, you know, to listen to. And uh, I'm definitely going to check yeah. that out because it means so much to you, you know. So I'm definitely going to check that out. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So thank you so much for coming on. And to our listeners, um, you can catch Vivian Wilder at, on, on Instagram, YouTube. Uh, do we have a Twitter or a TikTok yet? I've got Twitter. Twitter, okay. Uh, it's Vivi Wilderness. Okay. <laughs> so V-I-V-I Wilderness. Nice. And I am on TikTok, but I haven't posted anything. Okay, yeah, TikTok and, is And that's just Vivian Wilder, but I, I, I'm going to do it. Yeah, TikTok is a strange beast, man. I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm, really I'm like, oh, God, it makes yeah. me so old. But... Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. But that's all good. My, my niece is 12 years old, and she absolutely loves yeah. TikTok, and yeah. I haven't figured it out yet. So yeah. I feel like a like a dinosaur yeah. uh, whenever she's trying to show me these videos and I'm like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, everybody, thank you so much for listening and make sure you catch Vivian Water on Friday at four thirty p.m. Four twenty. Four twenty. I still got it wrong, man. I'm oh, sorry again. <laughs> almost, I almost had it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah, we usually play until about six. So, nice. Cool. So even if you can't go for the whole thing, you can drop yeah. in for a song or two. We'll be yeah. there. Yeah. Well, we do appreciate you coming on and taking time to talk music and uh, and I appreciate you and more. To do. So, this is yeah. Nice. So we appreciate it. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.